Sister B, and welcome to Islamic Audio Bites. I will be reading the meaning of Inna Lillahi wa Inna Ilayhi Raji'un, which can be accessed at missionislam.com. And I will also be reciting a poem at the end of the episode as well. Let's read. Inna Lillahi wa Inna Ilayhi Raji'un. Yeah, sure. We say this statement when someone dies. Also, some of us may say this sentence when they lose something, suffer a setback or harm. But do you know what it means? Sure, everyone knows what it obviously means. To Allah we belong and to him is our return. But that's not what I'm really talking about. I mean, do you really, truly understand these words and their implications in a Muslim's life. It means, whatever we have is not really ours. It belongs to Allah. Take a look around you. Everything you see, all that you have, and all that there is, in you, on you, around you, belongs to Allah alone. It is Allah who has given you all the property and goods you possess, and that He is the true owner of them all. So the cars that you own, the houses that you live in, the businesses you possess, all truly belong to Allah. The kids that he blessed you with, the health that he gave you, the time that he has allowed you are all Allah's property. Even the bodies we live in and the life that we have belongs to Allah alone. And to Allah belongs the inheritance of the heavens and the earth. Surah Al-Imran 180 The kingdoms of the heavens and the earth and everything in them belongs to Allah. He has power over all things. Surah Al-Maida 120 Say, to Allah belong the east and the west. Surah Al-Baqarah 142 Now, since everything belongs to Allah, then we have to include even our souls in that list. The very souls that we think of as our self, our nafs, our being, whatever you want to call it, that very thing that distinguishes you from the rest of the world belongs to Allah. It's not yours. In fact, you are not yours. You belong to Allah. And this is the essence of the concept of slavery to Allah in Islam. And since he is the true possessor of everything and everything is his property, he gives what he wills to whomever he wills and then he takes it away. After all, it was Allah's to begin with. So he may give you something and then take it back after a while. He will bless you with a precious child that you love dearly and then he may take it away. He will grant you money, honour and status and then he may take it away. He will give you youth, vitality and health and then surely he will take it away. In fact, everything you have will only be with you for a very short while and then the owner will claim his right. So when Allah does reclaim what was rightly his, why mourn our losses? just like a friend who lends you his book. Then after a few days, he wants it back. 
and you give it to him. No regrets, no sorrow, no questions asked. Similarly, if Allah takes back some of his blessings upon you for some reason, so be it. Say, Alhamdulillah, don't grieve, be patient, submit to the will of Allah, being pleased with his decision for you. For surely he will only do what is best for you. Just think, the owner came and took it back. Remember that you're not the real owner. You were never the real owner to begin with. You only had everything because it was Allah who gave it to you in the first place. If he didn't give it to you, you wouldn't have had it in any way. In fact, you couldn't have had it. Remember, man enters into this world empty-handed and leaves it empty-handed. Remember that everything we have, all the blessings we enjoy, are gifts from Almighty Allah. Gifts that we enjoy for a limited period until he takes them away whenever he deems fit. They are a trust from Allah alone to you to see how you respond to these gifts from Allah and how you use them in the obedience of the Almighty, thanking him and worshipping him or to the disobedience to the one who gave them to you in the first place. Take note of the words of the Prophet, peace be upon him, on the occasion of the death of his son, Ibrahim. Our eyes are filled with tears, our hearts with filled with grief, but we say nothing with our lips, except that which pleases Allah. Verily, to Allah we belong, and to him we return. Bukhari And we all know about the famous incidents about the companion Abu Talha and his wife, when one of the sons died and Abu Talha was not at home. She washed and shrouded him, and when Abu Talha came home and asked about his son, she said, The child is quiet, and I hope he is in peace. Bukhari Subhan Allah, such patience and such iman in that statement. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. She truly understood its meaning and the effect it should have on her life as a Muslimah, submitting to him and being pleased with whatever he has decreed for her. She knew that whatever she has is not truly hers. Rather, it is Allah's, and he took back whatever he owns at its appointed time. And it is because of this iman so strong, this understanding, that the Prophet, peace be upon him, made dua for them, and Allah blessed them immensely. They, i.e. Abu Talha and his wife, had nine sons, and all of them became reciters of the Qur'an by heart. Bukhari Be sure we will test you with something of fear and hunger, some loss in goods or lives, but give glad tidings to those who are steadfast, who say, when afflicted with calamity, to Allah we belong and to him is our return. They are those on who descend blessings from Allah and mercy, and they are the ones that receive guidance. Al-Baqarah 155
the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Pass on knowledge from me, even if it is only one verse. Subhanallah, that is the end of this episode, and it certainly puts in perspective things for me and what I see around in the world today. May Allah have mercy on us all. Ameen. Time for our poetry section. So the following poem has been sent in by Kanza from Pakistan, and you can check out her Instagram account by the name of K-U-R Musings. Let's read. Oh Allah, I love you. Oh Allah, I love you for everything you gave me and for everything you took from me. For you told me I had to be patient and spread what you have mentioned. All glory is for you. How dare I think otherwise? I'm weak and you know that. That's why you never left me. Like light from the sunrise. You made me into what I am, and what I was, and what I will be, all for my own good. We have put our trust in you, and we know, for sure, you love us more and more, as we continue to do so. Your wisdom is beyond my understanding, but I know that you know, and so I just have to let it go, and letting all the good things flow. To the destination of my heart. You know I wasn't very smart, but you took care of it all from the start. Had I known the goodness in it, I would not have even mourned over what had been torn, for it was just to give me something more, a better life or a better afterlife. I know that you let it hide, letting the time decide that whether I'm a good slave or not, for you always test only the best lot, and I will never forget that even when I was sad, you were all that I ever had. But I'm actually really glad, because that's what I always wanted to have, your companionship, your love. For I wish whatever lifetimes to me you give, and whatever is that you hide, I always end up with you in a better way than before. But I know that you know, so I will just let it go. Subhanallah, that was some beautiful poetry there. Thank you, Sister Kanza, for sending that in. If you would like us to feature your poetry, please do send it in to sisterb007 at gmail.com. Please leave a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to us. And remember to share the podcast with your family and friends. We are on all the major podcasting platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. And we're also on YouTube, if you can subscribe there as well. Do join our Islamic Audio Bites community on Facebook and Instagram. And check out our website at islamicaudiobites.com. If you'd like to contact me directly, please do so at sisterb007.gmail.com. As always, hope your day is full of goodness. Assalamualaikum.